Hey yoga teacher, now is the time to make a much bigger impact in the world. You're listening to The Yogipreneur, a podcast for entrepreneurial yoga teachers who want to stop the hustle and overwhelm and instead create more income, freedom and success. I'm your host, Kelly McHugh, founder of Digital Yoga Academy, and I'm sharing business and marketing strategies to grow your community in a way that makes it easy to take action today. I believe that you have a unique message to share that your people need to hear. So let's get to it. I'm here with Rosemary Holbrook. Super exciting to have you here with me, Rosemary. Welcome. Thanks. I'm excited too. Yeah. So you are the founder of Yogi Scope. Yogi Scopes? Yogi Scopes. Yeah. Yogi Scopes. So you'll tell us more about that in a moment. Um, But Rosemary is a recent graduate. uh, So she actually joined the program in February. So this very year. So just tell us, how long have you been teaching? Like, what does your business look like before you joined the program? Okay, so I have been teaching since 2017. I was probably doing yoga for like 10 years before that. And then I went to teacher training because, and this is a common thread that I hear with a lot of people, because I went through like a dark time in my life and I was kind of at a crossroads and I was like, well, I've always loved yoga. I'll go to teacher training while I figure it out, you know, while I figure out what I want to do. And then I, it just grew from there. Like I just became a full-time teacher, but I was doing like, I was teaching in gyms. I was teaching in, you know, just like everywhere that I could just group classes. Yeah. And, um, in 2019, my first kid was born. And so then Uh, you know, and I pretty much was like getting off of maternity leave when the whole world shut down. So it was hard to teach group classes because I had a very small kid and quarantine and all this stuff. And so the seed was kind of planted then that I wanted to start taking my business online. So I started my podcast, which is Yogi Scopes podcast. And I was at that with the plant. Like I started the podcast of like, I want to build this online business. And I'm just like a cart before the horse kind of person. Like I was like, I'm just going to do it and I'll figure it out. But I've been podcasting for a long time. And it wasn't until this year that I started to like make any money at it. Like I was just kind of like doing it for free, mostly for the time it took me. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I still teach in person, but basically like I didn't know what I was doing when it came to like running an online business before like this year and this course. Yeah. Right. Okay. And what made you want to take it online? Um, so I mean, my kid, so like having a kid. Yeah. And I just always like, I don't know, I'm like an ambitious person and I like wanted more from my career than just running around teaching group classes forever because also that's hard on the body. Like that's, you know, it's just not a sustainable. I'm like entrepreneurial at heart to start with. So yeah. I knew I was like, I knew running an online business was right for me. But I also like I've run businesses before and, you know, been part of other businesses and it's just, it's different. Like there's, I've learned a lot this year and from your course, like it has helped a lot. So, yeah. Sure. So tell us about your community and did you, 
with with the yogi scopes obviously you you work it's astrology right so it's bringing together yoga and astrology talk to us a little bit more about that and how has that evolved like had it already been established or did it evolve more as you've kind of been in the program yeah it's always evolving but it was the the premise i think was established but a large driving force for me joining the program was like i'm not clear on my niche like i'm not clear i've done i had surveyed the audience before but i was still i was just like i don't know who are my listeners like what like, what is my niche? And so that was like a large uh, factor in me joining the course. But anyway, I knew yeah. I wanted to pair yoga and astrology because I love astrology and I love yoga. And ever since I started teaching, like, I've always loved both since I was like a teenager kid, you know, and yeah. um, I, when I started teaching, I themed my classes around the seasons and the new and full moons, which a lot of yoga teachers do and yeah. learned about Vedic astrology. And I just went on this big journey of like, well, why, why is everybody not using Vedic astrology? So that was kind of a large driving force behind starting the podcast too. Cause I was like, I want more people to know about Vedic astrology and how it works better if you're going to sequence your classes and stuff. So that's actually a lot of the niche work I've done as a result of this course was like, it turns out, well, I don't know. It's still, I I've sur- surveyed my audience again. So, so I'm kind of yeah. like, through this stuff. I surveyed them again, like this week, like last week. Um, and I'm closing the survey this week and it turns out there's 60, 40, like yoga teachers to not yoga teachers in my audience. So that's like, it's a thing it's been evolving all year. Like in early on in the course, I was like, I think it's yoga teachers that I'm talking to. I think they're the ones that are interested. And so I was working through a lot of mindset blocks around that. Like, who am I to like teach other yoga teachers? Like, I don't feel like I've been doing this that long, but I kind of have, like, I meet a lot of yoga teachers that just started in the last year and I've been teaching for like six or seven years now. Um, Mm. Yeah. It's evolving. And I'm, I'm learning actually now I started out with my course. I was like, I'm just going to direct this at yoga teachers. And it's helped me grow my audience tremendously doing that niche work. And now I'm also learning that I can still kind of serve both audiences. I can serve just people who are not yoga teachers who are interested in the the healing practices and yeah. yoga teachers that want to learn how to do what I do. So that's kind of how it's evolving is like, but I think the niche work of like, I'm going to call out yoga teachers helped me find that clarity basically. Amazing. And I love how you recognize that it is evolving and yeah you can still put out surveys. It's never just a one-off thing. Like you always need to be listening to your community as you start to grow it. Who's coming in? Like who's really connecting to that message that you're putting out there? So that's really amazing. Um, So in terms of then offerings, tell us about that because you have had a launch, you have made some money. So tell us like how that has happened and how, how it came about. So again, I'm like a cart before the horse person. Like I'm always doing stuff before I'm like ready. So that's just me. But I, so I launched the course before I was even done with the profitable yoga teacher. I was just like, I think I'm ready. Like, I think I was like the niche work was the main thing. I'm just going to put it out there because I want to, it's like on my heart. I want to do it. So I launched the course in May. I got paid to create it, which is awesome. Like I didn't, I hadn't built it yet. I just had the idea. And so I got paid to create it. Um, and it went by that, like, like people signed up for it before I had any of the, I, I had an outline and and I sold it before you you sold it before you launched it. 
which is I amazing. love this. Yeah. I love this. It's like, you know, you're like doing it before you're ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a jump in kind of person. I'm like, I'll figure it out as I go, which I could probably stand to be a little bit more like prepared before I do stuff, but it work, it, it's working for me. So no, it's, the right, um, it's the right approach, actually. It's great. Yeah. It's really, I mean, that's the real kind of founding members strategy, isn't it? You know, yeah. it's like the beta Amen. testing, putting it out there. I think like, so t- to speak to the profitable yoga teacher, the niche work and the mindset work were what allowed me to do that. Like it was the mind, because it's like, I had the same stuff. Like, am I, am I like imposter syndrome? Like, am I qualified to teach this? Who am I to teach this kind of stuff? And so I found a lot of that um, mindset stuff really helped. Like that's what helped me be able to feel confident. Like, no, I can do this. Like I got this. Um, and so I did. And so I had a membership for, I still have a membership and I'm actually gearing up to relaunch that, um, for the end of the year. But, um, so basically that's what I'm, I had to take a step back and like focus on the course for a little while. And so basically the course is meant for yoga teachers that want to learn to become a Vedic astrologer so that they can give readings and so that they can, it's like a sequencing course to some degree. Um, it's a lot more Vedic astrology content, but and how to give readings, but it's like also to help you sequence your classes around it. But then my membership is more for the other 40% of my audience that's um, not yoga teachers, doesn't care about sequencing classes around Vedic astrology, but they do want to use Vedic astrology as a healing practice. And for maybe people that have graduated the course and like, they can just um, kind of piggyback off the work I'm doing. Like I'm going to feed them like here's upcoming astrology stuff and they can use that and it's helpful to them. So they don't have to like do the work twice basically of like coming up with all the astrology stuff. So, so I have those two and I still do one-on-ones like readings, but my main like core offerings are those two things to serve sort of two factors of my audience. Okay. So the course that you put out there that you basically sold before you created, is that the one that you made? $1,500 $1,500 on. Is that right? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. So, okay. So, yeah. so you put it out there to your community that you were doing this. And then what was the process for actually then launching it? So any challenges or did you do anything like that? Any launch activity? I like didn't. I, I did a super simple launch. It I sent maybe 10 emails, probably less than that. Right. Um, I, I kind of wanted to keep it. And how many people on your email? Oh, so, okay. Here's the thing. And the, when I started the course, I think I had like 300 and now yeah. I'm breaking a thousand right now. Like, so, and that's in a few months. And so that's like, I, like I said, I started my business like in 2020. So I've been at this for a while and yeah. I just wasn't getting traction. Kind, of, You know what I mean? Like, and so 300 people over like three years and then, you know, 700 people over the last six months is like, you know. That's incredible. Well done. Yeah. So that's from like sharing your freebies. Did you, have you done any kind of like collaborations or partnership work? Um, not really. So I used to do that more actually. I've been scaling that back because I've been working so hard on developing the course and, yeah. and taking this course, but I'm planning to get back into it in January. But I think it's like my content just started to land more because of also the content work, like the, yeah. the work around like what kind of content should I be creating and how can I make my message land more? And clearly that worked because it's just taken off. You know what I yeah, mean? I've been doing the podcast. So for a while. When you, um, when you launched the course, how, can you remember how many people you had on your email at that point? Mm. 
I want to say it was like 350. Right. Okay. So it's pretty early on. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. And it's a so, pretty high price offering. So how, what um, price is it? It's 50. So I had one person pay to enroll and I gave away one spot for my first oh, enrollment. Okay. This is amazing. I, was like, I just need this to get this out there. $1,500 course. Yeah. Yeah. And so I had one per- and that seems like not that much, you know, like, oh, I love you. This is brilliant. You're just, <laughs> but I'm like, Straight but I got the feedback I needed. I got testimonials. I got the course created. <laughs> it's out there. And now I've had for my next launch that's coming in January, I have so many people that are telling me they're like ready for this and they want this and they're like ready for me to start the next enrollment. So um yeah and so my email list is also just taken off in the meantime so that's why I'm like exactly okay this is there so right in the very beginning you were like I'm going balls in (laughs) I'm not messing around you got someone to sign up before you'd even even created it you'd create you were creating a course that's fifteen hundred dollars right we I mean in the profitable yoga teacher we're we're encouraging you to create something that's five hundred dollars and you went in at fifteen hundred which is a brilliant and and now in the, in the meantime, so you've managed to go through that, create all the content. And then in the meantime, you've been building your email list and you're planning now a launch in January right. with an email list of, uh, of over a thousand, yeah. around a thousand. Yeah. It's like, it, well I'm, done. I was at like 970 yesterday and I'm, I'm at the point where I'm getting like multiple opt-ins a day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you, you know what this is, Rosemary? This is imperfect action in action, right? This is like yeah. being messy, not being afraid, like putting things out there, getting some results, maybe getting no results, but like putting things out there and moving yeah. forward because you've got that goal. And it's absolutely incredible. It's the right attitude to have. So well done, you. Well done, well done. And so how do you feel about like the future? Like think, I, I don't know, a year from now, like what does it kind of look like to you? Um, I think it's, it's going to be a lot better because also, so that $1,500, that one enrollment doesn't sound like a lot, but she signed up on a monthly plan and that was able to replace one of my in-person teaching commitments. So Brilliant. it's like, I was able to drop something off my schedule so that now I have even more time to focus on this. And so also in a year, I think I'll just, I've already learned so much more about launching. And so even being a part of, like, I didn't participate in this um, challenge as much as I wanted to, but just even being a part of it and like learning sort of like, I'm always watching and learning. Like I was saying earlier, like it's an iterative process. And like the whole time I'm watching and learning and thinking, how can I implement that? um, Like a similar thing. And so I think my launches are only going to get better because I'm, taking this approach where I'm sort of starting slow. Like my first launch, I didn't do a challenge. I didn't do a webinar. I didn't do any of that. And so my next launches can only go better because I'm sort of dialing that in now. Um, And also the approach is like, there's no failure. There's only learning. Like that's a big mindset piece for me. Like if, Hmm. you know, one person enrolling, even though I had like I was like, if I have 300 people on my email list and a, and a 1% conversion rate should be three people, that seems like a failure to my brain, but it's not because I got paid to create the course. Now the course is created. Now I have all these other people telling me they can't wait for it to open again. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah, um, yeah, just learning all the time. So to answer the question more specifically in a year, I'm like hoping I just, because it's a big course, I'm like, I, I'm hoping I launch it once in the spring, once in the fall. 
And then I kind of get that dialed in and I will have replaced, like, I will be at the point where I don't have to like sub classes all the time because I feel like I need the money and that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, and my, I have a kid who turns four this month. And so not next year, but the one after he'll start kindergarten. And I'm like excited that I'll get to take summers off with him because if I launch my course in January and September, then I get to work less during the summer. So it's just like this big grand plan for my life. And it feels good to like be putting it into action and seeing it come to fruition kind of. Yeah, sure. It feels like it's, it's freedom. It's what you're talking about yeah. here. It's freedom, having, having something that's going to bring that money in and you totally. know, that you've got, you know, the time, the summers and the holidays to spend with, with your child and, and yeah. just to have that space and flexibility. Amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. Totally. I love this. Um, so what do you think has been your biggest lesson from the program? Uh, probably like, it's really probably the mindset work around like, I can do this. I am worthy of doing this. Um, but then also, I mean, just dialing in my niche and the content where like, those were the biggest pieces for me because I'm pretty like, I don't know. I know a lot of people come in because I'm actually in an accountability pod and I were like varying degrees of tech savviness and I'm like super tech savvy. Like it's easy for me, but some other people in my accountability pod are not as much, but so I know that's like a thing for some people. Um, but that part's great too, because the people in my accountability pod are getting that as well. So that's another one I I have to say is like the accountability, we still meet, even though the program's over, we still meet every week. And they are like the biggest help to like balance ideas off of and just support with that ongoing mindset work, because that's a lot of it is the mindset work because yeah, yeah. it's just, it's huge. Yeah. It's absolutely it huge. I mean, in the immersion, I was doing the mindset sessions every day because, yeah. you know, when you learn new strategies, your mind automatically doesn't want to compute those strategies because they're completely new concepts. So, you know, it's really important to like look at how we are taking new information in and, and you know, having awareness around the beliefs that we have that we've had yeah. since ch- being a child, you know, mm-hmm. that what those beliefs, what are those beliefs doing? They're stopping us from actually moving forward with, with new information. So it is super important. And um, so what would you say to anyone who is considering joining the profitable yoga teacher? Um, if up leveling beyond teaching weekly gr- group classes is a goal, like you've got to like, put your money where your mouth is and you're going to be surrounded by people who are also up leveling beyond that. And that's like, there's something to, I know it seems like a big investment, I guess, but it's like, there's something to putting yourself around people who are that invested. And when you are like putting skin in the game and like putting yourself out there, you're going to get the results. And that I feel like it's when you have the guidance of the course material, as well as the mindset, as well as the community support, it's like, you're going to be more inclined to take the action because I also should say, I tried to do it on my own forever before taking a course. I was like, I can listen to podcasts and consume free content and I'm smart. I can figure it out. Like that's kind of my approach. Um, and it didn't work, you know, <laughs> like it didn't work for me. Like I was not really making money before this year and it, you know what I mean? So, yeah. So it's like, it seems like a big investment, but it's worth it. Like to invest in yourself basically is what I'm saying. 
Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited for this journey that you're on. And thank you for being you and for taking all of that action and doing all the things. And yeah, only more good good things are going to come your way for sure. So thank you for being part of this community as well. And like, I love, I always love hearing about the accountability pods that like continue beyond the the actual six months they're still happening people you know I've got friends that they're meeting up with and everything it's so amazing to hear so well done and thank you for being like an active member of the community yeah I'm planning to stick around I'm like you know if you can continue to offer the challenge I'm like it helps me to even hear the mindset stuff again like like I was saying it's all iterative I'm happy to be a part of this community of people who like are of similar goals because the people in my yeah. local community are not, there's not that much. So it's helpful yeah. to have that. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. <laughs> and uh, I'll see you in the, in the Facebook, in the Facebook group. I'll see you there. Thank you. Lots of love. Thank you guys. Bye-bye. See you. <laughs> You've been listening to the Yogipreneur podcast brought to you by Digital Yoga Academy the leader in business and marketing education for yoga teachers worldwide. And if you loved what you learned today, please subscribe, rate, and give us a review. And remember that learning is nothing without taking action.